0: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live.
1: God's not going to shortchange you today if you look to Him. He's going to give you more than you need, more than you want, even more than you expect. Are you expecting
0: Look to Him. On today's Healing Word program, Pastor Jack Morris is going to examine the promises of God and what they can mean for those who seek a relationship with Him. Let's join Pastor Morris for the introduction of today's message, the Promises of God.
1: I'm happy to see you today and welcome you to the program in the name of our Lord Jesus. In just a moment, we're going to go into the sanctuary at the Largo Community Church, the Church of Friendship and Joy, and I'm going to bring you a special message entitled, The Promises of God. Now, I'm holding in my hand the Word of God, the promises of God. The Scripture says in Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. He's a wonderful Savior, a wonderful God who cares and loves us, And he loves you, friend, and he wants to help you and be with you in all your troubles. Are you having trouble? Do you need security? Do you feel fear? Are you worried? Whatever your need is, he's able. He has a promise for you. Let's go into the sanctuary of the Church of Friendship and Joy, the Largo Community Church, hear this message, and be abundantly blessed. God has a promise for every need that we may have. God has a promise for every need that we may have. Now, if you have a need today, and I don't know anybody, I don't think, that does not have a need, a big need, a small need, or certainly you know somebody who has a need. But the Word of God addresses every need that we have, and the Word of God is reliable. All of these many centuries, ages, the Word of God has been true. The promises of God have been fulfilled. Now that's quite a track record isn't it? Not one time in all of the centuries and ages has one letter of God's Word failed and today because of God's Word we can trust it, we can believe it, and we can experience the results of it. Can you say amen? amen? This is the Word of God for you and for me to receive. Now, our minds sometimes will question the the Word of God. Sometimes we will doubt the Word of God. And that isn't a sin. That that does not constitute a sin. The sin comes about when we we dwell on that doubt, when we are obsessed with that doubt. When we dwell on it, ruminate it, become obsessed with it, You can be sure we're going to act upon it. That's when the sin comes in. Now, the devil, Satan, came to Eve in the garden and sowed the seed of doubt in her mind. She began to think. She began to discuss the doubt. She began to look at the tree. She became obsessed. Satan told her that the word of God is not true, that the word of God will fail, that God does not mean what he says. Now, from the very beginning of time, Satan tried to sow doubt and get people to act upon that doubt. It worked with Eve. She sinned. She fell. Doubt comes. Satan will sow seeds of doubt in our mind. That does not constitute a sin. Only when we dwell on it, become obsessed and act upon it. So don't get discouraged and get down on yourself if a, if a doubt becomes invasive and enters your mind. Don't, don't get discouraged about that. That's the enemy's job. That's his purpose in existence to get you and me to doubt the infallible Word of God. But as I already said, all these centuries, all of these ages, not one truth of God's Word has failed. So the devil might try to get you to doubt it, but the Word of God is forever settled. It's the truth of God's Word. and I'm going to reference some of God's promises this morning. And I want you to listen, because you just may hear a truth, a promise that speaks to your need. And if you hear it, I want you by faith to reach out and lay hold on it and grab it. I, I pray that you will hear that truth that will speak to your need. And I pray that that truth will not only cause you to reach out and grab it, but it will reach out and grab you and build you up in the faith and you will experience the reality of that promise. God's Word is a Word that is not passive but active, doing great and mighty things for those who believe God's Holy Word. Now, people, man, makes many, many promises. Some of those promises come true. Some don't come true. Some are half-promises, partially comes true. But God's Word is forever true. It never changes. Now, I'm going to contrast with you now, and I want you to look up at the screen, and we're going to read together Numbers 23, verse 19. Read it with me now. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill now, these verses, this verse and the verses that I'm going to read, speak of the immutability and the eternal integrity of God's Word. Friend, <clears throat> there are many needs. God's Word promises the meeting of those needs. And I am so encouraged today. I have come expecting God to meet needs today, and He's going to meet your, word, your needs and he's going to build you up in the faith through the word that comes that you listen to. And you're going to receive the blessings and the reality of these promises. I'm going to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Let's look at it and read this one together. Together. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the The Scripture tells us that God's truth is an eternal, forever abiding truth. His truth knows no fault and no error. Now, let's look at one of the promises of God, and I'm going to expand upon this promise today. This one only, but I think it is enough that will satisfy, bless, and meet our needs. Psalm 46, verse 1. Read it together. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Now, three things. Notice there. He's a, our refuge. Say refuge. 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 He is our and he is an ever-present help. Now, this is a promise to those who feel insecure, who are experiencing feelings of uncertainty, There may be those today who feel insecure in their job. I received this phone call. This dear Christian lady, she had worked for this company 25 years, and she said, Pastor, I've been put on probation. Friend, let me tell you something. There is nothing secure in this world except your salvation and the Word of God. Nothing is secure. And she was heartbroken. She didn't go into detail. I didn't ask her. What is, what, what is happening? But I know there are so many people that are going to go back to work tomorrow, and you don't know your, your employer, your your supervisor, whether this person will smile at you or frown. You, you don't know whether they're going to have a kind word or, or they're going to have some negative statement. You, you don't know whether this job, this position is secure or How long it will last? You you just don't know. We think we have security in this life, but it's not so. There is no security here, only the security that the Lord gives us. And I want you to know security because so many know insecurity. How many people are experiencing uncertainty in their marriages? They don't know whether the marriage is going to pan out or not. They, they hope it will. They pray that it will. But who really knows the heart of man? Who really knows my own heart, the individual's own heart? No one knows. There is just so much insecurity. Finances. We have some money today, but how long are we going to have it? How fast it goes away. We, we try to secure it, make sure it's in, in a good bank uh, with insurance, but, but who really knows? Who knows? No one knows, really. There is no true security. But we have this verse, God is our refuge, which simply means that he surrounds us with protection. Surrounds us. Now, look at verse six, uh, Psalm 61, verse 4, and read that verse with me. I long to dwell in your tent forever. I take refuge the shelter of your wings. I take refuge in the shelter of your wings. What God is saying, listen to me, friends. What God is saying, I've got you covered. I'm under God's wings. He's going to care for me. He's going to take care of me. He's going to look out for me. Would you say that with me? I'm under the shelter of His wings. Now I want you to put your job there. Put that that employer there. Put that husband there, that wife there. Put that person there under the shelter of his wings so that God will put his care and intervention and work in that situation that is almost impossible for us to work in and to move and
0: and to cope with. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday via live streaming, go to LargoCC.org at 9 or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Again, go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
1: The scripture says in Psalm 46, verses 2 and 3. Let's look up at the screen and read it together. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging sealant. This talks about fearless trust in the Lord. This verse is telling us though the continents break up and sink beneath the surging of the sea, though the creation itself becomes something that seems uncreated, God is there to bless, to help, and to minister. The psalmist says, my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. And point B in your outline, look at the word strength. God is a refuge and God is a strength. Psalm 46, verse 1, read it with me. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Do you have trouble? Has trouble ever come to you, your home, your family? Like somebody said, either you're, you're having trouble right now, or you're just getting out of trouble, or you're heading into trouble. But trouble is there. You'll have brief oasis, but trouble seems to be part of living, and it is part of living. The Scripture says in Psalm 34, verse 19. Look up at the screen and read it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The Lord will be there when you need him. That's what the scripture is saying. The Lord will be there when you need him. He is present now. You see, he's not just the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, he was their God, but he was not just a God back then. He's a God today. He's a God right now. He's your God. If you'll let him be your God and be submissive to him, you can say he's the God of Jack Morris of, of uh, Bob Hill, of of Dwayne, of uh, right down the line. Hey, I want you to say, he's, and then your name, God. Say it. He's, he's, "He's he's my God. Now say, he's John or Mary's God, whatever your name is. He's God wants to be your God. He wants to come through. He wants to cause his scripture to come alive. He wants you to experience the result and the reality of the word of God. You see, this is our God, a blessed God, a heavenly God, an Abba Father. He is with us. You see, when the fire comes, the fire won't burn you. When the water comes, you won't drown. When the lion comes, the lion won't eat you. When the giant comes, the giant won't kill you. When the mountain rises up before you, it won't stop you. You see, you can be victorious and overcome as you trust God, as you pray, as you enter into fellowship and maintain that fellowship. You can live an overcoming life in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is God's blessing and this is God's promise. He will see you through. He will help you. Notice it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Meaning this, Whatever you have gotten yourself into, God can get you out of it. You didn't hear me, did you? Whatever you've gotten yourself into, or you just got into, and now you're just about over your head, God can get you out of it. God is alive, present, and here to bless anyone and everyone who will have faith in him and trust in him. He delivers us in trouble and when we are in need. In, in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Come on, look at the screen and read it. My God, apply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Now, my God. Now, I want to tell you, I'm going to close in just a moment, but I want to tell you about my God. Now, I think maybe your God is too small, but I want to tell you about a great God, my God. (laughs) He will bless us according to his riches in glory. Say that, according to his riches in glory. glory. Well, my question is, how rich is God? I think some Christians' gods are bankrupt, (laughs) They don't ask Him for anything. They don't read His Word. Uh, it's, it's the, the Christian fellowship is, is a way down on their priority list. But I want to tell you just a moment in closing about my God. You know, my God blessed the people of Israel in the wilderness. They were in the wilderness for 40 years. Their shoes didn't wear out. God sent them manna, and He brought water out of the rock. Let me tell you about my God. (laughs) My God did this. He's a God of an abundant supply. He's not going to do just a little thing for you. He's going to do a big thing for you. Let me tell you about my God. Do you know there was a time when 5,000 men heard Jesus teach? They listened to him all day. What a seminar that could have been. That was indeed and could have been for all of us who could have been there. But those 5,000 men were hungry. Jesus didn't want to send them away. They were just too weak. They'd fasted all day. So Jesus took a little boy's lunch of a few fish and a few loaves of bread, and he fed all 5,000 of them until they were all completely satisfied, and then he had 12 baskets full left over. I want to tell you about my God. (laughs) My God is a big God, and He comes with an abundance. When all of them were fed, He had 12 baskets left over. Listen, God's not going to shortchange you today if you look to Him. He's going to give you more than you need, more than you want, even more than you expect. Are you expecting? Look to Him. I want to tell you again about my God are you thinking about your God say well he hadn't done anything for me lately well maybe you haven't asked him to do anything lately claim the promise of the Lord I want to tell you about my God do you know Jesus went to a wedding and they didn't have any more wine they ran out of wine and Jesus said well I want you to fill this this little uh, canteen <laughs> or, or the, this little bucket uh, this little jar did he No, he said everything that can hold water, fill it up to the top, fill everything up. And then he spoke the word and it turned into the most beautiful tasting of all wine. His mother said, whatsoever he says, do it. You see, he is saying things, but we're not doing the things that he is saying. But I want you to know that he does what he says he's going to do. And that is, he 's going to bless in abundance. He said, "I have come that you might have life and have it to the full or abundant life." John 10:10. 10, 10. God is doing big things, great things, wonderful things. Friends, don't come up short. You're his child. you're an heir of the blessings of God. He has these gifts for you. He's your God. I'm so glad that I, I had you to hear today so I could tell you about my God. Do you have a God? Through Jesus Christ, He will be your God. He'll be your Father. He'll take care of you. He'll bless you. He'll meet all your needs. Oh, I have a wonderful God. You have a wonderful God. One one more little story. The disciples fished all night and caught nothing. I think of Christians today who are out there laboring, just wearing themselves out, trying to get ahead. Get ahead financially. Get ahead with their careers. Get their marriage back intact again. They're they're just laboring, laboring through the night. But Jesus said, hey, you've been fishing on the wrong side of the boat. You've been fishing in your own intellect for wisdom, for know-how, for a solution. Friend, Jesus said, he called them friends. Just cast the net on the other side, on the right side of the boat. You've been fishing on the wrong side. Cast it. Do you know they caught so many fish that one man couldn't drag him to the shore. You see, when God does something, when Jesus does it, they didn't catch just one fish. The last time I went fishing, I caught one fish, and it was about eight inches long. (laughs) It could have... Maybe it was 12. I don't know. (laughs) But it was just one fish. But when, when when you do as the Lord instructs and follows His instructions, they couldn't pull that to shore. You see... Abundance! Everything he touches. In the wilderness, abundance of manna and water. At the marriage, abundance of wine. 5,000 fed, 12 baskets left over. Abundance. Fishing, abundance. God wants to bless you with abundance. He doesn't want to patch up something that, that has been chipped. <laughs> he wants to heal the whole family, the whole family career the whole job the whole financial situation god wants to do it my god let me tell you about my god my god shall supply all your needs come on read it again my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory now i'm going to close with this i once was a young man now i'm an old man but i have never seen god's people go hungry I've never seen the righteous forsaken. God has always been there. His word never fails. It will not fail. God will not fail you.
0: The word of God stands firm. It never changes because he never changes. Friend, you can trust God with every situation in your life. He's there waiting for you to simply reach out, and he will take you into his arms and never let you go. We hope that today's message has been a true blessing and has encouraged you to walk closer with God. As we conclude today's program, here is Pastor Morris with some special requests. Before I go, I would like to encourage you to send your testimony to me If God has blessed you
1: and brought healing to you in any way, spiritually healed, mentally, emotionally healed, physical healing, financial healing, healing of a marriage. And anyway, send me your testimony. I will rejoice with you. And then, if you would like to be part of our streaming service at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock from the Largo Community Church on Sunday mornings, it would be a joy to have you. Just go to our website, scroll to the top, live streaming, and I'll preach a Sunday morning sermon. And I believe the Word of God will bless you there also. And friend, we need your prayers. We need your financial help. These are difficult times with the virus. So if you can send a financial gift and please pray,
0: it'll be so greatly appreciated. Blessings and peace be upon you. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. We invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at at contactusatthehealingwordministries.com and share your blessing. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.